0: Taylor here with another episode of The Live Young Show. Today, I'll be sharing a topic with you that is very close to my heart, fasting. More specifically, intermittent fasting. If you'd like any source references or links to anything I mentioned in this episode, hop on over to www.howtoliveyoung.com. As you may already know, fasting is not eating food for a sustained period of time from maybe 24 hours up to weeks at a time. There are many kinds of fasts. Some I feel are not so great. Water fasts are beneficial, but doing a dry fast I think is a bad idea. No food or water. I think that's crazy. We all fast every day. From dinner to breakfast the next day, we're fasting. Do you get it? Breakfast. Break plus fast means we're breaking our nightly fast. Before I get into discussing intermittent fasting with you, I want to clear up a couple of myths that are floating around about fasting in general. To me, and possibly you, fasting is so simple, right? Many people around the world practice it with excellent results. One major myth is that folks think they're going to starve if they don't eat. Starvation is a totally different matter. Starvation is needing to eat, but can't. Fasting is not eating, but knowing you can whenever you want. Big difference. You see what I'm saying? I swear, some people think they'll starve just missing a meal. Fasting is not starving yourself. I once did a fast when I lived in Australia for 22 days straight. No food at all, just water and some fresh juice. At the end of the 22 days, I felt amazing. My mind was crystal clear. And I felt so energized, both physically and spiritually. Maybe the food industry is spreading rumors to keep us constantly eating. Marketing to make more money by getting people to eat, eat, eat. Don't fast or you'll starve to death. Just crazy. I think people should be more concerned about eating themselves to death, right? Most people eat way too much, much more than they need. This really stresses the body because it's continually processing food. No chance to keep itself running smoothly. That's one of the reasons there's so much disease today. Eating the wrong types of food is a major problem as well. I'm sure you can name some, right? Another popular myth is that fasting burns muscle. There's a lot more the body will burn through before it needs to chew into your own muscle. You know what I mean? The body is smart. It starts to clean and repair itself when given the chance. It has the ability to reuse material from old damaged cells and trash the broken bits. Let me tell you though, fasting is not for everyone. And it's not the only method for slowing aging. But it's definitely worth pursuing if you're up to it. If you want to know more about fasting, check out the links in the show notes. Let's now talk about intermittent fasting, the subject of this little discussion here. From now, let me refer to intermittent fasting as IF. That'll be much easier. People are using IF to improve their health, slow aging, and lose weight. It also simplifies their lifestyles. Many studies have been done and proved that IF has powerful effects on the brain and body. It can help you live longer. This is why I love IF and do it myself. I'll share my own protocol with you later in the episode. IF is simply cycling between eating and not eating, much like we do naturally, except that we lengthen the fasting time significantly. There are variations of IF and we'll cover some later. IF goes very well with the keto diet, especially if you've got some weight to take off but you can eat your normal choice of food during the eating period. Keto is something we'll discuss in a later episode. So as you can see, IF isn't really a diet. It's an eating pattern. A couple of popular methods are daily 16-hour fasts or 24-hour fasts twice a week. If you're new to IF, I'd suggest 16-hour fasts with an 8-hour eating window during the day. But really try to stick to that schedule. For a few weeks so you form the habit. Then you can extend it to 18 or even 20 hour fasts. Get what I'm saying? Just ease yourself into it. Later, as you get more familiar with fasting and your body adjusts, you can also try 24 hour water fasts. Just remember, fasting periodically is way more natural for humans than eating three, four or even more meals a day. Humans didn't start eating three meals a day until recent times. Set meals didn't really exist, and most people ate one to two times a day. Apparently, the Romans ate once a day and believed multiple meals was just gluttony. Now, like I mentioned, there are different ways of doing IF. But basically, they all involve splitting the days or weeks into eating and non-eating periods. It really comes down to what suits you and your lifestyle. There's the 16:8 IF method. Fasting for 16 hours and restricting eating to 8 hours during the day. This could be skipping breakfast and eating between 1 and 9 p.m. But you can move this eating window around to suit you. Maybe 12 to 8 p.m. Or 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Just try to keep it the same every day if you can. Easier to form a habit that way. Despite popular opinion... It won't cause a problem skipping breakfast. The longer you can let your body relax and rejuvenate, the better off you'll be. Then there's another protocol called Eat Stop Eat. You fast for 24 hours, one to two times a week. Maybe that could be from dinner time one day until dinner the next day. This is a little more difficult than the 16-8 method because of the longer fasting period. But great if you can manage it. There's another called the 5 to 2 diet. You eat only 500 to 600 calories on two non-consecutive days and then eat normal on the other five days. In my opinion, this is not really fasting because you're still taking in calories. But it might be easier for some folks. That's why I mentioned it. The warrior diet. Fast during the day and eat one meal at night. This involves eating small amounts of raw fruits and vegetables during the day, then eating one huge meal at night. So you eat very little during the day and feast in the evening within a four-hour window. All of these methods would help you lose weight to varying degrees if that's your goal. I think the 16-8 method is the simplest, more sustainable, and easier to stick to. It's a popular choice for many. Now, let's take a look at some positive ways IF can affect the body. Your body will adjust your hormone levels to release stored body fat for use. Now that they're not overloaded, your cells will begin important repair processes. Out with the old and in with the new. A complete body renovation. Awesome. Human growth hormone or HGH levels increase dramatically as much as five times. Wow, that's good news, right? You know what that means. More fat loss and more muscle gain, to name just a couple. More HGH for an aging body is just perfect. Insulin sensitivity also improves and your insulin levels drop. Goodbye excess body fat again. Not to mention other diseases related to insulin sensitivity. Important changes in the function of genes that are related to longevity and protection against disease. Now, that's what we like to hear, right? Now, can you see the amazing health benefits of IF? Weight loss, lower blood sugar, reduced inflammation responsible for many diseases, solving cholesterol issues, improved heart health, a healthier brain, and also a longer life. There are many studies to back up these cool benefits, but seriously, the best thing is doing your own study. On yourself, right? See for yourself firsthand if it improves your health, makes you feel young again, and clears your brain. No more fogginess. So what can you have during the fasting periods? You can drink water, black coffee, tea, or other drinks without calories. Don't use sugar or artificial sweetener during this time unless it's a natural sweetener with zero calories. Some people have a little milk or cream. Some have coffee with butter and coconut oil. In my opinion, these will likely break the fast because the body has to digest them. This may not be a big issue for you. Test it out and see what works. Now here's the protocol I use for IF. I'm currently doing the 18-6 method. That's 18 hours of fasting with a 6-hour eating window. So my eating time is from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., Monday to Saturday every Sunday I do a 24-hour fast from 2 p.m. Sunday until 2 p.m. Monday. I'll keep you updated about my progress and results in future episodes, so stay tuned for that. So now, who shouldn't do intermittent fasting? Some people should avoid IF, especially if they're underweight or have a history of eating disorders. It could be harmful under these circumstances. Also, Pregnant or breastfeeding women should avoid IF. Some women might find IF is not good for their bodies. People in these categories, or if you're not sure but still want to try IF, should consult with their doctor or health professional. Now, I want to go over some common questions that people have about IF. Can you drink liquids during a fast? Absolutely. You must have plenty of fluids. Water is best, but you can also have coffee, tea, or other drinks with zero calories. Don't use sugar, milk, cream, or even honey. Better to keep yourself in the fast. Black coffee is good because it can stop you feeling hungry. Is it okay to skip breakfast? Yes, of course. As long as you're eating healthy, good quality food for the rest of the day, it won't be a problem. Is it okay to take supplements while fasting? I wouldn't do that. Supplements are concentrated foods or extracts. Plus, some might cause uncomfortable burning in your empty stomach. Can I still exercise or work out during fasting? Yes, exercising while doing IF is fine. But, like always, listen to your body. If you're really tired, maybe do less that day. You'll find that after you and your body get used to IF, you'll be able to tolerate more. Can fasting cause my metabolism to slow down? No, there are studies that prove short-term fasts can actually boost metabolism. Longer fasts, like three or more days, might suppress your metabolism. Should children fast? This is probably a bad idea. Children need lots of good nutrition while they're growing. Just make sure their diet is healthy. I hope this episode gave you a taste of what IF is all about and the wonderful possibilities for your health and well-being. Just experiment with the different approaches and find something you enjoy that fits your schedule. IF is simply one of many lifestyle strategies that can improve your health and longevity. Eating real food, exercising, and taking care of your sleep are still the most important factors to focus on. And we'll be covering a lot more about that in future episodes. Fasting is without a doubt a great way to take control of your health and slow aging. If you're up to it, give it a shot. I hope you enjoyed this episode on intermittent fasting. If you want more information, including a link to one of the best books on fasting, then go to howtoliveyoung.com. You'll find articles, reports, and other resources to help you stay younger, longer. Thanks for joining me. I'm Rick Taylor. See you in the next episode.